Welcome to episode 51 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I cover chapters 36 through 40 of Tracy Wolf's Covet. And today we are announcing our winner for our giveaway. Super duper exciting. We also get into some really good theories later on in the episode. And we talk about a little bit of the dynamic between Jackson and Grace and Hudson and Grace now that Grace's and Jackson's mating bond has been severed. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Woohoo! Is this is this is episode 50. Is this on? Is this recording? I think it's on. I think it's recording. I think that it's on. I think uh, we're here. We're episode fifty-one, and we're now doing the uh, the technical. How does this work? How does this work? Because this this is episode fifty-one. It said episode. It actually says episode. Episode. Episode fifty-one. That's- Welcome to episode uh, fifty-one. We are announcing our giveaway winner today. Very very exciting. And uh, watch our mm. views just drop off after we announce the winner. How much you want to bet? Oh, like loads. And still, again, I, I reckon like f- we have like five listeners and the rest are bots and no one can convince me otherwise because who would want to listen to me? But I mean, we I'm had a lot of people enter week. the giveaway. So clearly, clearly we have listeners out there somewhere. <laughs> Many of whom <laughs> and, said that this and, is- and of all the places, Guam. I I don't believe that it's Guam. I think that there's something. If you're from Guam, let us know because we <laughs> apparently are very famous in Guam. Yeah, we should we should put that disclaimer. Just like the best podcast in Guam, yeah, best listened to podcast in Guam. For the only podcast in Guam, we are <laughs> we are actually played on big radio towers throughout <laughs> Guam because we are like the, the arches in Britain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are, like, we are the only ones. There are no other podcasts in Guam. It is just crave the book all day, every day, nonstop. Yes. <laughs> um, guys, make sure that you join our Facebook group. It is Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room on Facebook. T like T-E-A, not like a t-shirt, because that doesn't make any sense. Um, come hang out with us over there. We have lots of cravies in the group talking about the series, but I would love to see more discussions taking place. Not that no discussions take place, but it could be louder, so we'd like to hear. Is that, is that a name? Are we cravies? I started saying it, and it just—that's just what I've been saying. So, unless you can I think, cat murians, meerkatians, <laughs> the meerkats. <laughs> I, I I like cravies more than meerkats. So, guys, join our Facebook group. Come hang out. Um, Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and announce our winner before we get into chapters 36 through 40 of Covet? I do. So the person that we chose at random for the winner is Helena or Helena Boudreau. um, And her Instagram tag is the exact same name. We'll put you up on the screen. And congratulations, you have won the Crave the Book podcast giveaway. Yay! Woo! So, is it a hoodie? Was it we were we giving away a hoodie? Yeah, one of the faction hoodies. So, if you wanted to pop us a message on Instagram, we'll probably message you, but we may forget. We're busy. Um, if you want to pop us a message on Instagram, letting us know which faction you'd like on your hoodie, we can get that sorted for you. And and along with your shipping address, please don't post it publicly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
I, every once in a while, we have people who will post their address. And I'm like, don't post your address for the world to see. Send it to us in a message. I'm assuming that Helena, she she appears to be a, a let's see, fashion model. Yes. So maybe she maybe she does like brand thingies. But I would love, because your Instagram account is banging, I would love to see a super cool picture of you in whatever hoodie you choose. Uh, we've already I had- That is a witch. Yeah. she chooses which we've had someone claim gargoyle and we've had phoenix got vampire so helena you pick whichever one you want but if for any reason you want one of the factions that we haven't had chosen which would be what werewolf dragon and witch that would be so cool for us to all submit photos in our different hoodies and then i wanted to edit them all into like one photo we need one. We still don't have one. I know. I can't decide which one I want. I'm still, I'm stuck between <laughs> dragon and vampire. I might design my own. Make us, make an exclusive. Make a new one. Make our, make ours not say Lou Dare's coach. It says podcast coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ours are special. Yeah. So, um. Just maybe, maybe just a hoodie with a, one of our stupidest quotes ever. Yeah. Or just a podcast episode title that we love so much, like bunk, butt clench bouquet. <laughs> butt clench bouquet. That's my favorite episode title. Um, and it's just everybody were like, well, I don't, what, do I, what does this mean? And you're like, you'll have to find out. <laughs> so episode 48. I um, I went and took a, a peek on Etsy at all of the sellers selling Crave stuff and because I, I reached out to Entangled, my, my gala Entangled, Meredith, she's pretty rad, reached out to her about getting us licensed to sell our faction hoodies to at least make up the very astronomical costs of running the podcast. I mean, believe it or not, it is quite expensive. And I know that many of you want those hoodies. And she forwarded my email to wherever the proper department. And that's been like over a month and I have not heard back from them. So I'm going to bug them God again. damn it. I know. I'm like, quit ghosting me, all. But yeah, I checked Etsy, and Etsy is just loaded with unlicensed Crave merch, which is uh, illegal. I know that you guys. Some are- of it's so good. It is good. As well. A lot of it's good. But we're trying to do it the right way, and, and we can't get. We can't get entangled to email me back. So I'm going to try to get a hold of them again. But if not, we might recruit the help of like our little Cravey minions to maybe like drop them a social media message and say, hey, <laughs> we would love to see the Crave the Book podcast get licensed um, because mm-hmm. we want to do it right. We want to do it right. But when we see hundreds of people doing it not right and doing it, it makes me feel really sad. So I want to do it the right way. I want to. I, I will pay for a license, even if it's expensive, just to do this for you guys. But we got to be able to get a hold of them. So we want to be able to get, <laughs> give you guys the opportunity to buy our faction hoodies. Otherwise, we yep. can. Otherwise, we can make hoodies that aren't cr- directly crave related, like Heather Ware crab and stuff. But we know that that's you guys would prefer to have like stuff that isn't the th- weird things that are podcast specific yep and i i've got some ideas as well but i don't want to make them because it, they do take time and i don't want to make them unless other people can have one because that's not that's not fair yeah um but yeah, I, I do have ideas like um a prisoner's uniform for hoodie for like the ethereum uh, the ethereum oh, that'd be so fun i want to do but again it's like a like i don't i don't want to do it wrong 
Yeah, I want to do the kaleidoscope colorful Lou Dares uniforms that Grace's team wore. Yeah, we have fun. We have fun ideas. Yeah, guys, go go tell Untangled. Say stupid trademark. Yeah, t- <laughs> stupid trademark. We we respect the trademark, but we would like we we respect it too much. It's that's true. Most people are like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, and even if I tell people that what they're doing is illegal, they get meh. Yeah, I know. Which shows that they don't respect Tracy with this same oh. caliber that we do. Yes, and entangled. All right. Well, enough of us uh, complaining. Mm. Um, we'll keep you posted on our ongoing adventure to try to get licensed by Entangled. In the meantime, um, we do have a couple spoilers in this episode. I have been reading Crave with my 10-year-old, almost 11-year-old, um, we kind of, we kind of brisk past some of, actually, we haven't really had to brisk past anything. Um, there's, there's cursing, but she's 11. Like she's, her friends at school curse. Like she's, she's fine. Um, to be honest, the only thing that is like properly inappropriate is what Jackson says. What Not about, what they do. It's what Jackson says. About them. Like when, um. Uncle when Foster tries to come and goes to yeah yeah he comes into the room and then he's like oh yeah sorry no it was a well here's the thing Taylor's ten like she's ten year olds are they're a little more um they're a little bit more knowledgeable just due to TV and stuff like Taylor's already had the talk and everything but I told her I, I it was a learning opportunity it was like this was really disrespectful what Jackson just did this was a very disrespectful thing. And she, yeah. like she agreed, she was like, "Yeah, that wasn't appropriate." I said, "I know that was very inappropriate." I said, "You should never let let somebody do that." God staff a Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. She's but she's already got it all figured out. She's she's too smart for the series. She's like figured it all out. But we started Crush last night, and because we started Crush last night, I um, I actually am, this will be like my fourth time reading Crush, and I picked out something. Else, I found another thing that I'm going to bring up in the spoiler section. So before we accidentally spill anything that might... No uh, spilling of tea. Yeah, before we spill the tea, Amber, there's a special sound that they're going to want to listen out for. Would you like <laughs> yeah, to we tell remembered. them what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I remembered. Okay, guys, you need to be listening out for the wolf howl. It happens every episode, and it signifies that we are done with the chapters that we've been speaking about for today, and we're going to be talking about some spoilers. So if you haven't read up till court, I mean... Yeah, yes, court. Uh, just looking over my notes. Um, then please drop out because we don't want to ruin the books and, and ruin any surprises for you. Um, there are some some doozies coming up. Yeah, in court and maybe even the next book that's mine's, coming out. <laughs> yeah, mine's mine's charm related. Not that I know you know anything. Yes. So, but we- which is imminent. Yeah, it's it's more of it's more of a theory that that I think that everyone uh, will be excited for. Okay, but we will go ahead and get started. Um, 
so Grace and Hudson are in the library studying because they got a bunch of makeup work or well, Grace has makeup work and Hudson has punishment work and Grace has punishment work and they've got all this work that they need to do. They've also just found out that Hudson cannot leave Catmere Academy at all or else he will be arrested by the circle's like guard. Um, so if he steps foot off of the Catmere grounds, he will be arrested and taken to the prison, which we don't know anything about yet, but it sounds bad. Um, and Grace and Hudson are, are sitting doing this study session, but Hudson is acting very standoffish. He's acting very like spiteful, which makes sense since Grace, like, they were about to kiss in our last episode. They were watching Star Wars. They were about to kiss. And then Grace just kind of, like, kicks Hudson out of her room. <laughs> she does. She's like, no. Yeah. Go Af away. After he brought her a grilled cheese. The best grilled cheese she's ever eaten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying Apparently. that. You, I'm not saying you got to make out with a guy just because he brings you a grilled cheese, but like, you could at least like g offer some like you know, just like be polite. company, huh? Company. Yeah, they were. I think the, the problem was the problem was she treated him exact same as everybody else in the room when he was the ex. one that was defending her. And, like, even standing up for her when everybody else was saying that she had really dumb ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he'd done nothing wrong in that conversation. And then, as far as he was aware, she then dismissed everybody in the room exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. So he's being super-duper short with her and... She keeps asking him questions and he's just answering them very shortly, but he keeps you know, just continues reading and isn't really acknowledging her. Um, first note is yours. Yeah. Um, so she she kind of jokes, I think, by saying, yeah. <laughs> saying um, uh, yeah, Kurt is Hudson's middle name. And I was like, do vampires have middle names? Like Jackson, Tarquin, Benjamin, Vega. Like, do they, do they, <laughs> like, Especially the princes. Surely they would have, like, iconic middle names. You know, like, our king, king and queens, they have, like, a bajillion names. And it's usually ending in, like, the third. Jack I think they should have. Jackson. Jackson, Fred, Frank, Billy, Bob, Vega. Is, is that, well, what is the most... Uh, what's the word? Most common. <laughs> what is the most common American middle name? Uh, Lynn. Lynn. That's boring. You know what my middle name is? It's Lynn. It's not Lynn. It's K. It is K. <laughs> I don't know what yours is. <laughs> I have two. Oh, because you're British. I'm a queen. <laughs> uh, so Amber... And then it's Marie is my middle name. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, for, 
I, you know what's funny is I just call you when I because of your business I just refer to you as Amber Marie and I like I, there's a part of my brain that knows that your last name is not Marie but it just roll, rolls off the tongue so it's like oh yeah Amber Marie <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Marie is my middle name and Denim is also my middle name which like is pants? my mum's well there's it's spelled D-E-N-H-A-M Denham Denim um, and it's my mother's maiden name. And no, it's not the password to anything. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and it, so it's my grandparents' surname. So I, I, it's kind of nice that I have that. I think my parents originally wanted me to be double-barreled. They wanted me to Den- Denim Williams. But uh, maybe they got the uh, the certificate wrong or something. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so I ended up with four names, oh. which is a lot. We don't do that here. It's like this poor seven-year-old. He's learning how to spell her name, and she has to write her full name on every single <laughs> form. It's like, oh my god, when will this end? Oh. <laughs> well, at least it's not Kurt. Yeah, Kurt is a terrible name for a middle name. Yeah, yeah. Hudson. But so is Tarquin Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Finally, Grace gets fed up and she just shoves Hudson's book that he's reading on the floor. And I'm like, I swear to God, if I was studying and reading in the middle of reading something, and first of all, Grace just repeatedly interrupts his his train of thought while he's reading, trying to make up for makeup work. Like, I'm not saying that him being, you know, super duper standoffish was a good thing. But to, he really is trying to do this work. Like, he's, I would be annoyed, too. And then she shoves his book off the desk, and he doesn't <laughs> even get mad about it. He just, like, picks it up, and he's like, what, you don't like Play-Doh? <laughs> like, uh, She's being a brat. She's being an absolute brat. She's not dealing with it in a very adult way. And then um, she gets even broadier. She's like, fine, I'm just going to pack up my stuff and leave. And she packs up her stuff and starts walking. And then he's the one that apologizes. I know. She gets back to her room and he's already there. And he apologizes for being an arse. Do you say arse? Yes, but we don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if we say ass. Ass? I'm sorry for being, I'm sorry for being an ass. Ass? That doesn't sound right to us, but I'm sorry for being an ass. Arse. Ass. Ah, like they don't pronounce the R. Ass. Well, that's just ass with a British accent. Exactly. But an ass, if you said an, an ass, that is either a donkey or, or a bum. I forgot you guys don't pronounce R's, so it would just sound like ass with a British accent. We, yeah, like like a donkey. Arse, arse is like what like your grandpa like hollers at you across. Quit being an arse. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry for being an arse. That's yeah. It's like a po- like a, with the posh ah, oh, not an ah. It's like, oh. <laughs> sorry for being an arse. So if we say asshole. <laughs> Asshole sounds more gruff. Asshole. <laughs> Stop giggling. <laughs> why are you giggling? Oh <laughs> I'm my confused. god! Why, why do people listen to us? 
were talking about we were we were talking about how to pronounce asshole, and we just keep saying it back and forth. Asshole. Oh God. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> Hudson apologizes, and Grace has this brilliant idea where she's like, "I'm just gonna go in my room." And he can't follow me unless I invite him in, except he sticks his hand through the door and his skin starts bubbling and blistering like he does it anyway. And then she's just like, yep. oh, my God, come in, come in, come in. And then she's all freaked out because he's all blistery. Yep. Like. Poor dude. I know. He. Yeah, and then she does the most cringy thing ever again. It's like, Grace, for the love of God, stop getting the first aid kit out. They're vampires. They they heal. You have healing powers yourself. Stop getting the first aid kit out. It is not necessary. It is not wanted. And it's just embarrassing for all parties. You know what it reminds me of is, you know how... Well, I don't know if it's like that there, but do your do your like average men like carry like a little pocket knife with them like to feel cool? No, is that not a thing? Yeah, <laughs> guys here, yeah. it's like is you know they have like the clip the clip on pocket knife that clips on their pocket, and uh, uh, most guys here like carry like a pocket knife in in Ohio. It's always sticking out of their pocket. I don't know about other areas. It wasn't like that when I lived in California, but it was in Texas. But anyway, yeah, and and then like if you have. If you're trying to open something, it, it never fails that there's whatever guy is in the vicinity is like, hold on, I haven't, I, I've got my pocket knife. Like they, they, it's like they want an excuse to be able to justify carrying their pocket knife and having it with them. So they, <laughs> they find it as a great opportunity to pull it out and say like, I am prepared. I have my pocket knife. So I don't want to get into the whole like gun crime thing. <laughs> uh, but uh, we get a lot of stabbings here. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. We so, we shoot um, we shoot people in America. You you guys stab and throw acid, right? We shank people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no shanking. It's like I can't get a no, shiv out. No, like, I carved this from a toothbrush. No shank you. <laughs> so yeah um we we do have them but they're like proper swiss army knives where like hold on let me find my knife wait no that's a fork that's a tooth exactly exactly it's it's never uh, i have a pocket knife it's uh (laughs) one second that's a magnifying glass (laughs) oh no that's the tweezers (laughs) and they get out a little tiny knife that is about as effective as a spoon like (laughs) Oh no! It will save your life. Like regardless of like with Tessa taking the piss, some of the Swiss Army knives. If you have it and are in a situation where you need to save your life, yes, they are very useful. Yeah, you can have a but a knife is so much better. (laughs) You can you can hold up like a credit card to the blade of your knife, I believe. And if it's like if as long as the blade isn't longer than the credit card, you can carry it here. Okay. So yeah, I I think this is the. An excuse for somebody to guess. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my knife. I can cut that that package. No, it's fine. I can tear the... T- no, let me get my knife. <laughs> uh. And then Grace Grace says, like, is talking about this burn, and she's like, it's, it's already healing, but it looks bad. It, it doesn't look like it's gotten to the sub... C- 
subcutaneous tissue. And I'm like, what senior in high school knows subcutaneous tissue? Subcutaneous? Yeah. Well, I know what it is, but in high, well, I, I, don't, I, I wouldn't have at 16, 17. No, absolutely not. Unless I was like, actually, I want to be a doctor and therefore I was doing a bit more. You know, when you do like a little bit of research onto things that you're like interested in, you might know a bit more of a terminology than one of your peers. Grace has not shown any indication at all that she no. went. Well, she does pull out that first aid kit. Maybe she does want to be a doctor. It would make sense with the fact that she can heal. Yeah, um, actually. But all of the times that she's been with Marissa or Maurice, or however you pronounce her name, let's be honest, nobody knows. Um, <laughs> she's never played any in, like interest apart from trying to prove that she was bitten by a vampire. She's just freaked out. She's like, I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her again. I don't want to see the nurse again. She bit me. Yeah. I think or the like, Grace oh, is just... I like asking questions like, okay, so why did I pass out? And okay, why don't I have any injection marks? And okay, why, don't, why, don't, why do I have a bandage and I'm not allowed to look under it? That's weird. Like, it's never a, oh, I want to see because I'm curious. It's a, I'm confused. This isn't normal. This isn't right. Yeah. Maybe she, yeah, I don't think she is. No, I don't think Grace would be a very good doctor. What would she be good at? What is she studying? Art. No, she's not studying art, but she would, could do something with art. That seems to be... What a waste of a life. She could be... <laughs> she could be... She claims to be able to play the drums. Which, if anybody doesn't know what I do as a living, please don't get mad that I said that. <laughs> yeah, Amber Amber is, a, is, a, is the proof that you can mm. be a full-time artist. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's like you do art, but art is not a majority of what you do. The administrative no. part is probably. Yeah, I'm more of a merchandiser. A merchant. Graphic she designer. Yeah. Noelle. Yeah. And I didn't even get accepted into art school. They rejected me. <laughs> You're awful. Terrible. <laughs> I know. They're like, if we take you on as a student, you will fail. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I got I got kicked out of Power of the Pen, which was our like little writing thing uh -huh. that we did. And I and I published a book, so yeah. screw you, high school. Did you do any of those like creative work like writing workshops where you like pick a prompt out of an envelope? Yes, that was what it was. And I uh... I, I failed miserably on that because I had to write an essay about um there were two of them. There Something was, that one, didn't matter. <laughs> one was about a clown and one was... Nope. Breaking breaking it to your parents gently that um, Christmas Big Red Man... You were a clown. <laughs> no, that Christmas Big Red Man doesn't... Doesn't exist. I see. So, yeah. Well... And I failed. I did bad. That's okay. I'm not, I'm not surprised with those prompts. <laughs> no, they were awful. They were awful. Well, you know what's not awful, though, is my book, The Channel, that you can buy literally everywhere. Self selfless plug. <laughs> Every online bookstore. that It's not in a physical bookstore, but you can buy it on every online bookstore out there. Y'all. go. Which I still don't have. What? I know. 
I'm a bad person. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a terrible uh. person. <laughs> I'm uh, just accumulating right. more and more and more, though. And then I think, wait, there's one more thing. I, I need to add one more thing. You need to add some cowtails because I tried the British version and they are awful. I mean, they're really not that good here either, but I will add but some no, the, 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 like I didn't know whether it was all just nostalgia of like, oh, they tasted really good, I swear. And then I bit into it and it tasted like a Twinkie had sex with a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> That's what a cowtail tastes like. <laughs> I will. Maybe maybe it was all false memories. <laughs> I'll try to find maybe some for you. They're, they're kind of hard to find, but I will look. Well, we know that they have them in that dairy place. You're right. That yep. dairy place. Don't you be sending me no cheese curds, though. They're foul. Mmm, cheese curds. Ugh. All right. <laughs> we we went out of... We, I don't even know how So we... speaking of cheese, um, <laughs> after her cheese toasty and being kicked out, Hudson does let Grace know, by the way, like what happened last night like really upset me that you kicked me out. And he said... You have the right to kick me out whenever you want, but it still upset me. And he said said that it upset him because he's like, you kicked me out like I was just like one of the guys after we almost, you know. And Grace like didn't even have an explanation. But I thought that Hudson handled that very gracefully where, yeah, Mm -hmm. he was he was kind of being an ass in the library, but he did apologize. And then he explained exactly why he was upset and why she had every right to do what she did. But he still voiced his feelings. He voiced what happened and how he felt about it, which I always say the two things that cannot be disputed under any circumstances are facts and feelings. You cannot dispute mm-hmm. a fact. You cannot dispute the way that somebody feels, even if you don't your intention wasn't to make them feel that way because that feeling to them was a fact in that moment. So I just, I thought that it was handled very well on his part. Yeah. And it also was handled well on her part as well. She kind of went like, oh no, I didn't mean it like that. I just didn't want any more testosterone fueled vampire men mansplaining things to me. And it was all a bit too much. And when she did kick him out, she did spend a few minutes like with the door shut trying to like stop herself from having a panic attack. Um from like just like everybody out, everybody, everybody out. She didn't want to panic in front of them, shut the door, and she just spent a few minutes like hyperventilating and calming herself down. And um it was good of her to know what her triggers were were that she knew she was feeling like she needed everyone to leave so that she would be okay. Um, and she, But she didn't say that to Hudson. She was like, oh, I just needed everybody out because I didn't want to be mansplained anymore instead of just going, I was feeling really overwhelmed and I needed a minute alone. Which he would have understand way more than, yeah. oh, you you and my you friends. Because mans- he's like, you were mansplaining. He's like, oh, well, I wasn't. He wasn't. No, everybody no. else was. But he was defending everything that she said. But she lumped him in with it. And he just went, oh, yeah, that's fair. And I'm like, it's not fair, Hudson, because you were not mansplaining. And he, you were not joining in with the, the rest of them, with their doubts. 
and making her feel like she had no grounds to say anything. Everything she came up with as not just a solution, but as a suggestion, they shot down. Uh, it was it was a okay. Um, can you stop coming up with excuses as to why this is not coming and coming up with your own solutions, perhaps? But no, everything that she came up with was like, no, this that won't work, or no, you can't do that because you're not the queen yet, like things like that. And I think that she just got to the point where she was like, I, I'm, what's the point in me being in this conversation? Please leave. Yeah, and I get, I get it, I, I get it, girl, I get it. Um, so yeah, they 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 then have their their uh, walk. So she, so Grace goes out for a walk between classes. Oh yeah, yeah, over by the uh, over by the the lake that's the usually lake? frozen, and she's all excited because it's kind of thawed out because it was a little warmer. Did she see a giant squid in the middle? Huh? <laughs> Did she see a giant squid in the middle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, she's then like chatting with Heather, um, and I I did wonder what the time difference between San Diego and Alaska is because Heather's never not been able to reply to her. It's one hour. One oh, is that it? Yeah, because such Alaska, a giant country. Alaska is uh, is right above California, though Canada is in between them, but Alaska is straight up and like over to the left just a little bit. That is wild. Yeah, because it's just can't. I think because I live on an island, I can't conceive of that concept. Like everyone, no, yeah, everyone, every single country is at a different time difference than us. Yeah, when I was in Cal- when I lived in California, we had a three hour difference between Ohio and California. So, like, if for example, we were, you know, when we would watch like Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead or something. Um, we would have to stay off of TV and stuff because of the time zone difference because people would ruin it for us because they they would see it three I hours. I didn't before even us. think of that. Oh, it was awful. So when they do like a release schedule for TV shows that are like all like really hotly waited for, they don't think of the fact that other people are going to be three hours behind. Nope. You. They release if wow it, yeah if it's like if it releases at like midnight then it is midnight no matter what your time zone is. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it's that's that's really funny. Um, do you all have the same TV channels across the the states as well? No, it depends on well, yes, but it depends on what cable services you you have. It, when I was like younger, yeah, TV was was kind of TV. I mean, you can obviously pay for additional channels, but like there was like Cartoon Network, everybody had that. Everybody had the major news, everybody had the sports channel, everybody had Animal Planet, you know. And now it's like you can buy certain packages, but for the so do you part, all yeah. have the same schedule? It's just all rolling. So if you if you really enjoyed a show and you didn't have the plus one, you could just drive a state over and watch it again. I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> wow! If you if you wanted to experience it brand new for the first time again, it. In which case, I would recommend that you just record it <laughs> rather than drive a state over. Yeah, but as a kid, I didn't have that. I, you could, we didn't have TiVo or whatever you have 
over no, there? No, you would have like, to we we literally race the clock, which you probably uh-huh. wouldn't make it. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so she's talking to Heather, and um, she <laughs> completely segues into, uh, yeah, you can't come to graduation. Justifiably like, what, so, but... What? Like, what? why? And she's like, you, you just can't. Um, they said, they said, no, visitors, sorry. I'm she like, didn't well, that even was say the sorry. Worst un- no, that is the worst uninvite I've ever read. It was awful. It was so suspicious as well. Like the way that she just went, oh, no, oh, yeah, you can't come. Um, it is like whenever you get like, oh, no, you can't come. And you're like, why not? And you're like, because I'm going with my other friend and I don't want you to meet her. Yeah, that she could have very... she could have been like, I'm so sorry. I just found out they're not allowing. I misread. I misread. Yeah, I, I feel so bad. I'll make. I'll come to you. Like that could have been an option. I will come visit you for a weekend sometime this summer. Yeah, like no, it was proper knee jerk. Like you can't come to graduation. I suppose she had just found out that Cyrus was going to be there, so it it wasn't like she had time to stew on the way that she could let the news be found out but um like she didn't even ask Heather whether like she booked her flights or anything like that like she just went sorry can't come yeah bye bye um and then we don't hear from Heather for a very long time no this was like this was like our cutoff from Heather not that she was a major character to begin with yeah but and this is why we thought of heather Warecrab was because she did disappear and uh we thought oh all of the theories <laughs> they're real they yeah um and uh, and then she 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 spots jackson and uh, she as like the friend that she is she goes in for a cuddle she goes in for a hug and she's like yeah he he let me do it for as, as long as he could bear uh, but that was only about 10 seconds. Only 10 seconds, guys. <laughs> have you ever had a 10-second hug? It is the most awkward hug you have ever had in your life. It's That's too long. Too long. You're practically getting keys and moving in. <laughs> too long. Too long. No. Respect the personal bubble, Grace. Especially 10-second sen- hug is too long. Especially since he was, like, tense the entire time. And he was the yeah. one to pull away. Get a hint. <laughs> Take a hint, Grace. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm like, they're, um, so when, <laughs> when you're getting married, they give you all of these, like, tips for, like, how to conduct yourself during the ceremony, and one of them is, like, how to do the kiss, like, the congratulations, you may now kiss the bride, and they were like, we recommend no longer than a three-minute kiss, a three-second kiss, otherwise it'll be really, like, awkward. For the rest of the audience. Did you get wedding us, coaching? I We didn't do any of that. It was just... No, it was also all online. Oh. It was just like, you know, like, just like um, advice for the for the couple. And one of them was no longer than three second kiss. Because after that, you may as well rip each other's clothes off for everybody in the audience. They're Hell just like, yeah. this is awkward now. It's too, this is too long now. Three seconds. That's as long as you can get to kiss somebody on your wedding day and yet Grace is there forcing Jackson to have a hug for 
to set like 10 seconds. Like count on your hand. Like one, two, three, four. I'm already bored of this hug. Let me go. I'm done. It's too much contact. Stop touching me. <laughs> when you count seconds, do you say Mississippi in between them? No, we do not. Have you heard we that? We can before? do. It is definitely taught in school. Like okay. that is the like the length of a second. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it's only in terms of like if we have thunder. Um, because kids like they want to they want to know how far away right. it is, but they want to know how like actual seconds count, and then so they go oh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. But most kids just I don't know what we say. You don't have thunder. We do have thunder. <laughs> Not very often, though. It's it's thunder, but with a slightly British accent. Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, even three miles away is not even in our country anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and she, so she's talking about this, like, conversation and how clunky it is with Jackson. She's like, why don't I have the same feelings for the boy that... Uh, I'm like, yeah, why don't you have the same feelings for the boy that ripped out your heart and has gone all dark and moody and cold? I don't know, Grace. Maybe because he's him? Like, maybe you've grown towards someone else who is, like, warm, loving, funny, and makes you grilled cheese? Like, she seems to be really cut up about the fact that this, this guy, he's being so distant. Not And not just that, like, we're clearly broken up and it is inappropriate for me to fawn over you when you're clearly with somebody else already. We broke up over specific reasons. It's like, no, he was cold. He had no emotions. Yeah. Um, like, serial killer-esque, sudden loss of emotions during a conversation. Yeah, and it's like, I, I understand when when you go through a breakup, like, you can feel upset it's it's natural to feel upset but that i said like it's almost like he found a way to gaslight her without even saying anything because mm -hmm. she's trying to solve this puzzle that he has made her believe exists which you know d d in in Jackson's defense, we will find out later in Covet that something has caused Jackson to act like this. But it, it, the thing is, there's no excuse because Jackson has shown that he has the ability to not act like that. He has been lighthearted. He has. It's a choice. Yeah, he is choosing. And maybe it's so it's not as painful. You know, maybe it's better that he just act standoffish because it's easier on him emotionally. But if that's the case, it's better to just say, hey, Grace, I'm having a hard time coping with this. I need a little bit of space until I can get over you. That way I can be happy. I do I do feel like the hug from her was very selfish. Um, and then she does it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then There's um, a thing in the Vampire Diaries um, called the Humanity Switch, um, which is what vampires do when they're like they are struggling with their emotions because apparently they feel things more than humans. Like they over-experience feelings, and um, they can turn them off. They have the Humanity Switch, and it just goes to complete logic rather than emotion. And um, this is very similar to it. However, Jackson does have those like glimmers and glimpses of that warm-hearted boy that 
Grace apparently felt. I I never experienced him to be warm and fuzzy, but hey. Um, and uh, he, it's almost like he's giving her the hope that he's still the same boy when he's really not. Yeah. He's giving her completely mixed messages. Like, I'm going to be really cold and distant one second, but then I'm going to be bringing back stupid jokes in the very same breath. Yeah. Um, and she's just, poor, poor girl's getting very confused. And at no point has he actually given his blessing for her to actually try with Hudson. Because whenever he's around, he makes little quips like, um, uh, there was a, there was a point where, um, she said, well, apparently I like awful after her terrible joke. And he goes, yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Like completely in reference to the fact that she had chosen his brother. And it, it made the situation really awkward, but he's always going to think that she made a terrible choice when it wasn't her she didn't choose at all really yeah and it's not like her and hudson i mean they did just kind of have a mutual decision to try to be together but jackson doesn't know that so for all jackson knows at this point grace is just mhm un- has unwillingly been mated to hudson but isn't you know actually with with him yeah, and um, there was that moment where Jackson goes goes into her bedroom uh, the night before to tell her the news that Cyrus is going to take her to the prison. And um, that was also a moment where he goes from like looking at Grace and being like at least semi-happy to see her to suddenly noticing that Hudson's in her room and they're not chaperoned, heaven forbid, um, that he then goes all that cold and distant again and, and is devoid of all emotions. And it's just, it's proper psycho killer-esque. Yeah. And I don't like it. And he absolutely has the power to turn that off or at least tell people that's how he's feeling. Like, that is like borderline depression. Like, you can tell people, look, depression isn't always that I feel just really, really, really sad. Sometimes depression is, I can't feel anything at all. I am numb and I can't, I cannot allow myself to feel anything because then I feel it too much. Um, because there's nothing else to, to use up in that time. And he should tell his friends that he at least give them the idea that that's what it is. But I, I think that they're too wrapped up in the fact that they're trying to save their lives that they're not noticing that's what he's like and grace is the only one that's noticing so she thinks that it's all towards her and not that's how he's treating everybody else and that's how he's acting around everybody else because there is a reason for it is that they broke up yeah i mean i mean that would that would be what it would be if they were human he just there there have been so many opportunities for him to just kind of explain himself a little bit. Communicate, Jackson. Communicate. Well, it's like we always say, it would be a very not interesting book if everybody yeah. communicated as they should. Yeah. And I mean, I think that I would be very, very interested to see that if the therapist had ever turned up at Katmere what she would have been saying about all the characters because they are all so in desperate need of therapy yeah 
and not just because of their relationships or suddenly coming into a new a new place or suddenly not being dead anymore they had issues before those situations happened yeah yeah um um so, and then you you know yeah so basically jackson was talking about his trip to the vampire court and you know just all the tension that's building but Grace Grace says this line, I'm a little busy trying to graduate high school. I don't have time to go to war. And I was just thinking like, LOL, Americans. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> LOL, teenagers in World War II. I'm a little busy trying to graduate high school. I don't have time to go to war. <laughs> oh. oh, I've just had the, the tag from Tabitha. <laughs> Just like, um, is the podcast running behind? I'm like, we're literally recording it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're we're late today. Um, well, we were going to record yesterday, but then they decided to rip out your road. I know they're still working on it. They're just doing it down the street. Uh, goddamn road people. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's it's been crazy, but I apologize <laughs> for not posting something in the group sooner. I didn't think anybody was waiting like at nine a.m. for the episode. We only have two listeners, guys. The rest is Guam. Okay? <laughs> the rest is Guam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so um, after the conversation with Jackson and kind of really awkward moments of hugging, um, they go into the school and there is a fight going on between <laughs> Hudson and some werewolves, and uh, it's just it's a it's really funny writing. It just <laughs> yeah, he's um, full snark. Yeah. Because um, Hudson is, he he has no powers currently. He is a vampire, so therefore he does have his super strength and super speed and, and things like that. Um, but he cannot use his powers of, like, persuasion or the poof. And um, instead of, like, using anything, he starts to, like, do, like, jokes and quips for every single move <laughs> of the others. Like, And it's like, oh... Is it, is, was that a flea I see and things like that? Um, and it just—I I think he watched too many like Batman movies from the 1980s and was expecting like a lot of like wabam and thwacks to pop around him because he was so much sarcasm and it was almost like his like monologue. <laughs> Are you thirsty? Like, How monologue. about a little punch? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was really like, oh, this is really weird to read. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and Grace is just sitting there, like, screaming. So, yeah, Grace, ever the faithful cheerleader. She's like, he's gonna die! He has no powers! He's weak! Yeah. Everybody else is like, chill. It's fine. Chill out. Like, and then, and they're like, wow, the, that's a lot of faith in your mate you have there, Grace. And she's like, it's not the lack of faith in my mate. It's the lack of trust in those goddamn werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we get, uh, we get a really beautiful like, Twilight baseball scene. <laughs> And we do, we do, and that's why I wrote enough room to swing a wolf. Um, he uses one of the wolves as a bat <laughs> and just swings it around, colliding with the other ones. And I thought that was a really funny image in my head. Beautiful visuals. Yeah. And uh, the fight ends and Hudson starts like swanning over all confident. Like, yeah, I just had my first real fight in front of you, baby. How impressive was that? <laughs> 
<laughs> Issa is walking over all confident and she's like don't you ever do that again and I'm like Molly Weasley out with the howler there like how dare you how how could he have prevented it she said don't don't you ever do that again do what defend himself <laughs> be, be a smarmy git whilst he does a fight in the corridors um, and then th- we, we saw a bit of fight etiquette as well. Apparently, you have to uh, let them land the first blow, draw the first blood. That's how it is here. For then. Yeah. But uh, it, when he has no powers himself, and the only thing that he could possibly do is to bite them. <laughs> yeah. They're literally wolves. Like, they're going to they're gonna do a bit more damage to him than he's expecting. Um. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> the ever-present headmaster comes in. Of course, way late, as S- usual. Yeah, suddenly starts disciplining all of a sudden. We're only three and a half books in there, Finn. Um, and yeah, he's um, like, everybody, to my office. And then sends everybody, like, back to their classes. And then he looks at Grace like, you too. And apparently he is cold for the first time ever. Yeah, and even she's Ooh. like, she's like, but Uncle Finn, like he, she thinks Uncle that she, Finn, Uncle Finn, she uh. thinks she, she thinks that she's going to be able to get him to listen, and that's how you know that like this is his first time ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like we do find out that there was another fight that was happening just before it in the cafeteria yeah so he was probably he'd he'd had it up to here with with these students shit but uh, i love that he's like jackson you're coming too and jackson's like i didn't do anything he's like i bet my hat you had something to do with it (laughs) (laughs) it's like like you know when you get like encompassed in something that you weren't part of that you were just a spectator of but you knew that your reputation would definitely have put you in that place had somebody else not started it (laughs) he's like no i i didn't he's like yes you would have wouldn't you and you're like yeah i probably would have like i I know you're tied to this somehow (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't tell me you're not involved (laughs) we both know that you're involved so yeah um, and those were the that's where the end of the chapters is that we find out that the um, the factions are trying to kill each other at school. Fun, fun! Just another day in American high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to get on to spoilery spoilers? I do. I don't have many. That's fine. We're already at the like hour mark. Wow. So we 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 are okay. Well, you first because I've only got one, and it's. um so i put this note in because last week i did not read the allocated chapters i i we started continuing to talk about a chapter that i hadn't read and i'm like wait what happened (laughs) um and that was the scene in in grace's room when all of the the boys come in oh okay and um liam refers to cyrus not as cyrus or like jackson's father or like that shithead king or anything like anything derogatory like everybody else's but refers to him as the vampire king and it made me feel all kinds of squicky oh like so he was like the one person who did use like a kind of term of respect 
when referencing. Yeah, because everyone else hates him and actually like puts that across in the way that they speak. Um, but Liam almost goes, um, when well, no one can find the crown, not even the, the vampire king himself. Oh. Which makes him sound like revered in Liam's voice. Um, and there was also a moment, and again, I wasn't sure whether this was Tracy's writing having a slight mistake or whether she put it in as a foreshadowing, even though it wasn't relevant in the scene. Um, but there is a bit where Hudson steps in front of Grace or between Grace to protect her, um, like defending her. And apparently Liam takes a step back, even though it was Luca that was the one that was challenging her. Um, Luca was saying um, how like the, the the last situation with the unkillable beast went terribly and that they should never do it again. Like, why would the blood letter suggest it again unless she's trying to get us killed? And then Hudson steps in front of Grace and like, like defends her. And Liam takes a step back. And that was directly after the the Vampire King like quote. And I was like, Liam wasn't the one that was like threatening or doing anything. Like they were just having a conversation. Why is and, he and acting Liam so suspicious? Yeah. And now I feel like because we're obviously rereading it, that we may notice other oh. bits. Which I feel bad for now because we stood so vehemently behind him. Like, we were like, no, Liam is innocent. But now I'm like, oh, I'm beginning to see the descent. We're noticing a pattern. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Um, and uh, then my second note was uh, this is the beginning of the conflicts between the factions, and it doesn't really seem to have any starting point it just started today when jackson and everybody came back who would be the person to tell the factions to start kicking off oh it's not like cyrus is sending emails so i think that liam might have been feeding into this yeah like he's literally just gone he's just gone to see cyrus they've had that meeting where cyrus told him that, that their plans are that after graduation hudson and grace are fair game and that then liam comes back with everybody he's acting suspiciously we already know that he apparently betrayed them in court who would be the person to start telling people to start acting up? Ooh. Because it's, it's not like a magical reasoning why they started to fight each other. It's some he said, like, she said shit. Yeah. And I'm, I've got a feeling that, like, Liam did it. Oh, no. I was really hoping that we would, fi that we would find out that... So we'd, we'd prove his innocence. Yeah. That's disappointing. But but again, I could be wrong, and I've forgotten the major point as to why they started all of these conflicts, and that we find out that, like, Cyrus did a newsletter. <laughs> He's like, I, I printed loads of pamphlets the and put them into everybody's, everybody's locker. The vampire um, But it was just monthly. too much of a coincidence. <laughs> it was just too much of a coincidence that they've just come back from, from London, and Liam, we know, is apparently suspicious, and... 
then the fight start like the same day mm. We- and i'm i'm i want to check because everybody seems to get beaten up I want to see whether Liam is one of the people that just manages to get through the whole situation unscathed. I think he is. I don't think anything happens to him the whole time and everybody oh, else has. Oh, no. <laughs> Liam. Sorry, Phoenix. I know that you, uh, Phoenix was definitely uh, supporting his innocence, but maybe we will uncover more as we, because I was. Yeah. I, I, I felt bad for blaming Mackay. I was positive. I'm like, it's Mackay. Mackay's the ba- he's the one who's going to betray them. And it turned out that it wasn't. So, <laughs> yes, we'll see. I didn't want it to be Mackay. Yeah. I love Mackay, but... Okay. Um, you also said that you had another thing for the spoilers that you didn't add. And I don't... It's not there yet, so... Oh, no, no. Get it's, it. it is. It's... Um, okay. I put Grace's hands. So, rereading with Taylor... There was something that I connected to the chapters that we read today. So Grace had talked about like when when I was trapped with you in reference to being, um, you know, trapped with with Hudson and Hudson's like, wow, trapped is kind of a a harsh word. Yeah. But then I'd completely forgotten until I started reading Crush last night with Taylor that when Grace, like, recovered and was just tra-la-la-la-la-la, you know, out of the gargoyle and walking around the hallways as if nothing was wrong, she didn't realize until she got to um, Uncle Finn's office that her hands were completely torn up and covered in blood, like she had clawed her way out of something. Okay. And I'm Ow. and Punched I'm a thing. <laughs> and I'm like trying to figure out like what did she do to get back? Cause she she her and Hudson thought they were gonna come back together, right? Like Yeah. I, I, well, my theory was that her hands were like that after the fight with Leah. No. Because it was only I, the next day. That would have been her wrists, but her wrists and ankles were fine. So they were covered in blood. Like she actually had fresh blood because she was flexing her fingers and repeat, and they started throbbing. And it had been a couple oh. of days because she had already gone back to class and resumed normal life after the Leah thing it had been two days later so her hands wouldn't have been like bloody bloody anymore and when she came back they were bloody and bruised and when she like flexed her fingers like she was actually like making them hurt from busting open like the scabs Hmm. so now i'm trying to figure out like what the hell did her and hudson have to do in order to escape i don't know i don't know so that wasn't really. But, a, um, it is. It is like like maybe the like the shadow realm is some form of underworld, e stony place. <laughs> Underworldy stony place. Yeah, but they were. They, she thought that they were in a cave the whole time, so she doesn't know that they were in his happy little penthouse suite. His house. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, there was another thing that occurred to me and it's like all these times then that Grace is having panic attacks and anxiety and things like that what's the one thing that you could say is pretty consistently said is that is one of the symptoms for an anxiety attack and panic trembling and shaking right yeah she's always steady as a rock that's true statue yeah, even when Macy was putting, I, I caught that in Crave before Grace went to mm -hmm. Jackson's room that first time when she was putting on her pretty dress, Macy pointed out, she's like, wow, you stand so still, almost like a statue. I Like when she was putting Grace's earrings in. Yeah, but she, yeah, she's, she's never once had the, the shaky mm -hmm. part of anything. And it, it makes, yeah, she, she's, she's a statue. She's, she's made of stone. As a happier little note to the end. <laughs> yeah, and that doesn't make sense. <laughs> to somebody clawing out of a closet. <laughs> Grace was a gargoyle in the Shadow Realm. She was she was in her gargoyle form the whole time, right? Yes. Unless Hudson was joking about that to make the, the whole jumping Somebody jack thing funnier. Oops. Was that your Alexa? It is. <laughs> What did you say? You, it was very loud. <laughs> oh, I said, I said that that if Grace, unless it was just Hudson trying to make the whole like jumping jack thing funnier, because in the bonus or the uh, the preview chapter that we got for Charm, um, Hudson tells Grace that while they were trapped, she did tons and tons of jumping jacks. She's like, "Are you, yeah. are you serious?" And he's like, "So many jumping jacks." <laughs> it just made me think you know when do we have that conversation of what would you do if you were in the prison and you would be like i would get fit and get smart yeah absolutely if she I didn't cut she, she, she like do you reckon she came back and she's like wow this muscle tone i didn't know i had <laughs> from all those jumping jacks <laughs> yeah she she gets she gets back and she's just absolutely ripped She's like she's not a very active person. Let's be honest. She does go for walks, but it's not like she does yoga or goes for a run or works out. So therefore, doing jumping jacks that often and that repetitively, you would notice a difference in the way that you. Unless your body is just day. frozen in time as well. That would be so disappointing if you did all those jumping. I would jacks be for so pissed off. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, this is my opportunity. Let's lose some weight. There's like, there's no food unless I say that there's food. Um, let's let's get fit, and then you come back and you're the same fat lard tubbo that you went into oh. us, and you're like, God damn it! Ah, I would. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I've got I've got like the COVID gut and the COVID butt right now. So <laughs> COVID butt. Yeah, like I've I have eaten my my feelings for the last two years, and it's showing. So if I was trapped somewhere, I would most certainly be doing. Um, I would be reading, and I would be doing lots of like push-ups and sit-ups just because like but again she forgot everything that happened so she couldn't even have got smart either oh she everything <laughs> everything is gone yeah which makes me wonder i was like the entire time that hudson was there with her and he clearly they they clearly fell in love and they had a whale of a time together why is he only doing research into gargoyles after they're back maybe he didn't have any books about gargoyles in his lair well, they could have gone anywhere. They didn't go to his lair, did they? That's where they stayed the whole time. They ended up there, but they didn't 
originally start there. I thought that the whole book, I thought all of Charm was going to take place locked in that room. Because they, they even divided though? it down the center. Did you read the chapter? Was it his choice? Huh? Was it his choice where they went? I don't know. But did you read the chapter that Tracy released early where Hudson, where Grace gets all sassy and divides the room in Ms. half of tape? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just wondering that, like, if if they've been in Hudson's lair this entire time, then Grace had absolutely no control over where they went. I don't think so. I don't think either of them did. I think that that's just where they ended up, and that's where they stayed the whole time. Hell of a coincidence. <laughs> it could have been anywhere. Why didn't they? They could have gone to Tahiti, <laughs> Fiji, anywhere. Samoa. Samoa. <laughs> Bloodless Cave. I mean, it would be in their recent memory. <laughs> Nope, Hudson's Lair. There's VR. There's a VR headset. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. It was it was a convenience thing. Well, with VR, oh. you can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, all right. Those were those were today's. Da 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 da. All right. So, yes. um, congratulations to Helena Boudreaux or Helena Boudreaux, however you pronounce your name. I'm very sorry if we butchered it. <laughs> Um, Anna, if you let us know which faction you'd like your hoodie for and your postal address, we will get that shipped out to you as soon as we can. And the size, the, the size hoodie that you would like. Yes, That yes. would be also and, and great. I do want to point out that if for any reason, um, I, I know that some people can't do like pullovers and the, the they tend to print better on the pullovers. But if we ever have anybody win a giveaway who has like you know, like a disability or, or something where they need it to be a, a zip up, please let us know because we would rather you get something that you can actually wear. Or if you like live in like an area where it's always scorching hot, we could totally you just do a t-shirt. Yeah, we could do the design on a t-shirt or something. Or or if we don't have your size in hoodie, um, I think that the hoodies go up to 3X, but if for any reason we ever get anybody who needs a size bigger the shirts i believe go all the way to 5x and even if you don't wear a 5x i will say from experience that they make the best nightgowns <laughs> i have yes. i have ordered myself several of the 5x's just because they are the most comfortable pajamas ever they're so soft the bella canvas 5x's yeah. they're so soft <laughs> i have a 6xl hoodie here and I, I would love to live in it, but it's a bit too hot in the UK right now. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to winter where I can just like tent up and <laughs> yeah, just, like, love it. camp out. Um, like I am only like five foot two, so it comes down to my knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I can't wait to live in it. <laughs> it's the best. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for being patient with us as we got this episode out a little bit late today. But uh, we hope that you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.